0: but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech? and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Future Tech Podcast. I am Alan Thomas, and I'm being joined today by Manny Puentes, founder and CEO of Rebel AI. How you doing, Manny? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going, going well. You know, it's just good to have you here. <laughs> we'll just jump right into it. Uh, Tell us about Rebel AI. Who are you guys? What do you do? Well, um, so I'm Manny as as you
2: introduced me here earlier. I've been in the advertising for about twenty years. Um building, you know, DMPs and SSPs and have, have been, you know, pretty deep in technology in the advertising industry. Um and had noticed that, that there were actually a couple of things that were cropping up that would allow for fraud to enter into the ecosystem. And um as we started researching some of these problems, uh, about about that time, uh, you know, domain spoofing and some of the other topics had started to to pop up. So I founded this, uh, Rebel AI in October of 2016, and we started to solve a lot of
1: the domain spoofing problems that were happening uh, in the advertising ecosystem. Are you familiar with it, with uh, domain spoofing? Not that much. I was going to ask you, can you go into a little bit more detail about what that is just for, you know, for our for our listeners?
2: Yeah, for sure. So essentially, uh, when you go to a website, let's just use New York Times as an example. Uh, you know, you go to the website, you load the page and there are, you know, advertisements that show up. And so advertisers work really hard to, I mean, publishers work really hard to curate a lot of that content and they use advertising to, you know, as a revenue um as, as, as you know, revenue to, to help fund that content curation. And and essentially, um, what's happened is when when you actually go to a website, the load New York Times, um, that actually calls a bunch of platforms in the background, and those are advertising platforms such as DFP, um, and then uh, there are other there are other SSPs out there that connect to DFP. And essentially what's happening is the way that the ecosystem works is that if you think about it from left to right, a publisher being on the left and an advertiser being on the right, um, advertisers are are looking to buy audiences from publishers, right? And so um, in that process, essentially the, uh, the advertisers have to uh, use platforms that they call DSPs, which are demand-side platforms or ssps and and essentially they create campaigns and schedule those campaigns and they're looking to buy that page load that happens on the publisher side and um and essentially what what's th- their degree of separation apart right because there are multiple platforms in between those two sides and what's happened is um on the on the uh, advertiser side they use what they they use what they call whitelists and blacklists. Or exclusion lists or inclusion lists, and those are our uh, domains, if you will. And so domains are essentially when you go to your browser and you type newyorktimes.com in that URL, that www.newyorktimes.com is a domain. And what's happened is that uh, the, the the targeting that's being used is based on that string, and that string can be changed uh, along the pa- along the transaction path. So essentially. Anybody can just go into the protocol and say, uh, you know, load a web page from like a fake site and then change that string to say New York Times. And essentially uh, that's what they call domain spoofing. So you're pretending to be New York Times, but you're not. um, But you're all but but essentially you're paying for. All the content curation and audience curation the New York Times has actually built, except that you're not really getting that real value. Does that make
1: sense? Yeah, it, it's sort of like, like an intercept. Or-
2: yeah, so it's, yeah. I mean, in its simplest terms, it's intercepting and then just changing the changing the string. So there's not a lot of security around uh, media, you know, media trading, right? So, you know, essentially what we do is we ensure that if you're a media buyer um, and you know, you're, you're purchasing New York Times. We ensure that all your media is really actually landing on the New York Times destination. And we do that through uh, cryptography, right? So we do that with public and private keys and, uh, you know, the, the concept of a wallet or a wallet that, that exists in, the, in blockchain technology. So that kind of starts to get us into blockchain and what we do. But, but essentially what, what we're doing is, is protecting media delivery in that scenario that I was explaining to you.
1: And you said you're, you're doing that using, uh, using blockchain technology. That's right. So, so for us,
2: um, you know, blockchain, the technology itself isn't, isn't, uh, you know, rocket science, right? It's not a hard, it, it, it's not, it's not hard. Technology is actually easy. Um, but what we'd like to do talk about is we, we kind of break it up into three components. Uh, so blockchain itself, uh, we think about it as identity, which is public and private key, um, you know, the wallet, if you will. And then we think about it as consensus, which is once you have a transaction, uh, you know, having, you know, multiple parties agree that the transaction happened and then uh, cryptocurrency, right? So uh, those three components make up a full blockchain solution. So what we've done is we've said, okay, well, publishers need to, protect their identity. So uh, we want to ensure that if they put content or they actually put anything on, you know, into the advertising ecosystem, that they're known uh, mathematically, right? So that's just basically saying uh, anytime a web page loads, you know, we'll take their private key and we'll, um, we'll digitally sign the pages that, that are being rendered in the browser. So Essentially, when when buyers are buying their inventory, um, they'll always, you know, in, I mean, it's always a guarantee that they're buying the right inventory because we've digitally signed those pages for co-authoring, if you will.
1: And so, with the it, with the usual uh, entities or businesses that you work with, or do you find it, it? I would assume it's mostly businesses and and not so much or large businesses and not so much small mom and pop operations that come to you.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I would say, you know. at
1: so you know we're, we're working with some pretty big agencies and publishers.
2: So you know um, they're they're not they're not mom and pop shops. Although although um, mom and pop shops are starting to use um, platforms, but bidding platforms for a lot of their you know outreach. So um, you know it's it, you know advertising is is becoming accessible to everyone, right? Uh, digital advertising. So you know you've got platforms out there that. Uh, you know, a, a smaller mom and pop shop could use to, to do local advertising. And so they're affected by this as well. Right. And, and in fact, they're probably more impacted by the problems, these types of problems because they don't have as much money as your corporations would have. Right. So, I mean, there's millions of dollars that are being lost right now in advertising due to delivering media to, to, you know, to destinations that, that will never generate any ROI because
1: they're fake. And and so in, in putting together Rebel AI, what are what are some of the difficulties that you and your team encountered in putting together the company and kind of getting up and running?
2: Well, I mean, so like I said, I've been I've been in advertising for twenty years and we, we kinda went to the drawing board and we started to figure out how we would solve this domain spoofing problem and start to give publishers an identity. And um so we, you know, we pat- we patented a solution to solve uh, for this domain spoofing problem. But at the same time, you know, we giving an identity to publishers and protecting it and ensuring advertisers were always delivering to the right places. Um, you know, what we found is that, you know, the technology is the technology, right? It, it's not, it's something that we put together, Oh, um, you know, that we started to put together in October of 2016 but I'd say the hardest piece of of any of any company or, or just any solution is just socializing it and helping people understand uh what what it means to their bottom line, right? Um so I'd say the you know, blockchain is a really new um at least to, to the advertising ecosystem or, or market, is a pretty new technology. So so people don't really understand you know what it means, or, or what the components are. So the edification process um, ha- has been probably not the. I mean, I, I don't. I wouldn't say it's the hardest, but it's it's one of those things that just takes time for people to understand. So, but I I think that's true to any business. If you're if you're on the cutting edge and you're really solving problems with new technologies you have to go out and educate the masses so that they understand what that means to their, you know, to their bonuses or whatever it may be, you know, that, that, that are actually using the tools to
0: solve problems.
1: Right. You, you you kind of have those early adopters. And then at a certain point, uh, some event or, or, or series of events, all of a sudden it kind of breaks wide and then everybody wants it. And then, and then your conversations kind of change, right?
2: Yeah. I mean, look, I mean, at at the, at the, yeah at the end of the day, you have to really help people understand why they're doing what they're doing, right? Um, we feel really confident here at Rebel ai because we we have a solution that actually works today and and we know that we're actually changing the paradigm and will will really um, make a big impact with what we're bringing to market. So you know sometimes those things uh, take a little bit longer, but you know it's really just building the foundation within you know uh, Building the foundation and really helping people navigate what it means, right? So, so you know, those those are the those are the things that we're actually focused on. And you know, I wouldn't say that they're that complicated, but it it just takes time to build a a business with strong foundation, and that's that's what we're
1: doing. And so, uh, I I know you guys. I know you said you haven't been around that long, but I'm sure if you were to think about some of the main achievements that you've had so far, I'm sure there are some favorite days or favorite wins. Where you kind of jumped over a hurdle and you were like, "Yes, we're we're really on our way." Well, you know, I th- th- since day one, I felt like we were
2: really on our way. You know, I, I was pretty confident about what we were doing since day one. Um, you know, I think I think some of my favorite aspects of building the business was doing it together as a team and really enjoying those moments where you know we had b- breakthroughs. Right, not not everything was perfect at the beginning. I think, you know, we, we had some ideas on how we were going to solve it and then, you know, they didn't work. So we go back to the drawing board and figure out why. Um, So I would just say, you know, some of the, the breakthrough moments were just, you know, collaborating with the team and, and actually solving a real problem. And, and then it was the first, I would say when we had our first major install, we, we, you know, we celebrated that and, and, you know, kind of looked at each other and felt like. You know, here we go, right? So th- those were some pretty special moments, and since then, you know, we've we've uh, done a l- we've put a lot of hard work into talking about the problems and educating the market around blockchain and how you know what our strategy has been to date to to introduce something like blockchain into advertising, uh, and you know now we're we're talking to people and they're they they understand what we're doing, and it and and those are some pretty breakthrough moments when you're out and in, in talking to people in New York and, and around the world and they call you and say, Hey, we know what you're doing. Right. And, and we like it. And those, those are some pretty, some pretty big moments for us. And, and so we're, we're continuing to, to, to carve out a path and, and it's, it's been fun
1: for sure. Right. And, and I just had a, and it just made me think when you're first putting together the, 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 the infrastructure and the team, how, how do you figure out, the best fits for that initial team when you're getting started because I figure you have to you have to kind of stay lean in those beginning days. Yeah, I mean, you know, the team that that I've worked
2: with have, I've worked with for for many years, um but, you know, along the way you meet people and and you know, you just know that that they that they have what it takes to help you in in the journey. Um you know, it's and it's just one of those things that when you meet good people, you know it, right? And And for me, I've always looked for uh, a strong, you know, foundation. They don't necessarily have to be great at a particular, you know, thing that I'm looking for. I'm just looking for people that are passionate and, and, you know, uh, you know, passionate and hungry and want to learn. I mean, those types of people for me, uh, you know, they even excite me, right. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, man, they're, they're excited. I'm excited. Everybody's excited to work. So, I just look for, for 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 people that are genuine and uh, and have and have a good strong foundation. I mean, th- those things mean a lot more to me than than someone that is extremely well uh, suited for the craft but hard to get along with.
1: Uh, understood, understood. And in, and in and in the time that you've been working with the company or, or all working together, have there been any ideas or developments that maybe people have come up with where you say, well? that's a little that's a little too ambitious for today but maybe in a couple of years we could get that done or or maybe even longer we could do something like that
2: yeah i mean i th- i think we run into those things all the time i think you know most startups do um but one of the things that we pride ourselves on is focus and execution so you know those things do come up you know, we write them down and we you know maybe save them for a later time um uh, but but we try to stay pretty focused and and you know we we try to be, if you will, which is a, probably a poor analogy. We try to be uh, the Chick-fil-A, right? We only make chicken, right? Mm-hmm. So we only, we only, um, you know, we're 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 solving this domain spoofing problem. Uh, we want to eradicate it and then continue to build upon the ideas that um, that we have that that we've come up with along the way. But I think for any for any startup, you know, staying focused, making sure you have product market fit. Ensuring that, you know, you're not coming up with ideas that nobody else cares about and, and really understanding the, your client, right? Really understanding the people that are behind the, you know, that, that are behind, you know, some of the media buying processes that, you know, you're not just going and, and enforcing a solution, uh, you know, forcing a solution in their workflow, but really understanding what they're doing and 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 providing a solution that they can easily integrate is is key to to, to success and, and ensuring you have product market fit.
1: And in terms of uh, a roadmap for the next couple of years of Rebel AI, what what does that look like? What what can we expect to see coming down the pike? I mean, you know, we're,
2: we're 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 you know, like I said, we're really highly focused on eradicating domain spoofing, and uh, we think it's a big problem in in advertising. Um, and then as we continue to forge ahead, uh, you know, ensuring we're listening to our clients and, you know, building products that, you know, they can continue to utilize and, and to make them successful. So I'd say, um, you know, we, we've, like I said, we're focused on the three components of blockchain. Uh, the first is uh, public and private key, and we're using public and private keys to to solve um, domain spoofing by, uh, you know, applying digital signatures and so on and so forth to every uh, page load, and then, uh, you know, establishing the next the next version of consensus, right? Um, you know, right now, you know, th- there's, you know, hundreds of millions and if not billions of dollars that flow through advertising, uh, you know, going through the edification process of helping people understand what transparency means. And, you know, as we continue to make uh these as we continue to to roll out our product uh you know I, I would say the edification process is probably one of the biggest components and then um you know continuing to push the the blockchain initiative so what you'll see from us is is um our solutions that that we're putting in the market and and a lot of um you know material around what it means and and continuing to to add more and more features to to the product that we're currently building upon.
1: And what would you say is, is the big takeaway that you'd want our listeners to come away from when listening to this interview? What do they need to be thinking about when they think about Rebel AI?
2: Uh, you know, I would just say, I mean, if you're in advertising, you know, we're you know, we we're, we're, we're absolutely, um, you know, are, are 100% focused around security and protecting the identity of, of those that are putting uh, their products on the market. And, you know, for advertisers, we want to, you know, give them a, a solution that knows they're 100% protected and not going to be displaying media on destinations that were not intended. So we're we're protecting their, you know, investment. But for those that are out building their own company, you know, never stop dreaming and continuing to, you know, innovate and push, you know, their ideas forward, right? Anything's possible if, if, if you get up every day and start, you know, marching towards that, that dream or goal.
1: Excellent. Excellent. And what's the best way for anyone hearing this to get in touch with Rebel AI or get in touch with you if they want more information? Uh, yeah, I mean, they can,
2: you know, we have a contact form. We have, you know, contact at RebelAI.com. Um, also, I'm I'm on LinkedIn. For, you know, anyone can reach out to me on LinkedIn or, you know, send me an email uh, directly, uh, ePuentes, that's so at RebelAI.com. Um and uh, I mean, you know, those those are pretty much easy easy access to, to us here at Rebel for sure.
1: Okay, great. Well, I want to thank you, Manny, for coming on to the podcast and and giving us a lot of great information. And thanks for your time. I appreciate the time.
0: Coming to Dallas, Texas, September fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth, twenty eighteen, the Blockchain and Future check Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over five thousand people. We're gonna be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're gonna be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech, and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the corner future technology podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast both to review and discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse